Welcome everyone to a Bastards postseason episode. We are going to be giving our predictions for the ALCS and the NLCS. We are a little bit late to record, but we all made the picks we are going to give tonight uh, privately uh, prior to the series started. So the uh, Rangers are currently up two to nothing over the Astros and the Phillies game is underway ninth inning. This game will probably be over by the end of the show, but uh, barring a bullpen meltdown, uh, although Craig Kimbrell is on the mound as we speak. Um, but if he can hold that two run lead, the Phillies will be up one to nothing over the Diamondbacks. This is a seven game series as well. So um, we'll give our picks. We'll start with the American League side. And uh, again, we uh, we gave these picks a few days ago privately. So Cody, who do you have winning the American League championship series between the Rangers and Astros? For me, I had the Rangers. Uh, we got the receipts. We'll have the screenshots if, if people don't believe us. Um, you know, I looked at a team that is seemingly getting hot at the right time and able to add reinforcements at a crucial uh, a crucial moment, right? We looked at this Rangers lineup and, and the construction. They can hang and they can thump with the best of them, right? But we were always wondering, you know, can the starting rotation hold up? You know, can the bullpen uh, nail down those leads that the, the rotation might have given them? And at the very least, the lineup has. And they're adding Scherzer, they're adding Gray, and I think – you know, this is a Houston team, um, especially after these last two games, have looked a little bit lifeless, right? Um, Jordan Alvarez is battling a bug, but still went yard twice. Dude's a monster. Uh, but, you know, as long as you don't give Houston something to get mad about, uh, they can kind of sleepwalk through some series, right? You know, we've we've seen them there before. We made them mad and, you know, we kind of got the business end of it. But, you know, if Texas kind of keeps their head down, uh, they took two from Houston in Houston, right? You know, Phillies up in game one, they're holding serve. That's not anything uh, to write home about. They always say, you know, a series began when the road team wins one, and boy, did they. Uh, did so in convincing fashion game one. Um, you know, great, great performance here in game two. Um, and I was kind of going off vibes with with Texas, the way that they handled uh, Baltimore in the divisional round. Um, I, you know, it was a lot to like there. I thought they would keep the momentum rolling. I didn't think it would go this well so far, knock on wood. Uh, but I had uh, I had Texas taking the ALCS. I also have the Rangers taking the ALCS, and I just I like the vibe around the Rangers right now. But it's more than just that; they took those first two games with Jordan Montgomery and Nathan Avaldi. Now they're going to add Max Scherzer and John Gray. You know, those are going to be your next two guys because the biggest worry was if they couldn't get. Scherzer and Gray to get healthy in time. You're kind of going with, you know, with Dane Dunning after that. Like it, it gets a little dicey. Whereas Houston does have four starters that they can roll out that are fair, fairly reliable. I don't think Christian Javier is exactly, uh, you know, it brings a ton of confidence, but still, he's he's a decent pitcher. I just think the Rangers' offense is really hot right now. They're getting contributions all up and down the lineup. Their starting pitching has been phenomenal, and their bullpen is looking more and more impressive. Jose LeClerc, who I wouldn't have had a ton of confidence in, has looked great this postseason. He, he's been on fire. 
Um, Roldis Chapman has been a Roldis Chapman, but still he's, you know, he's kind of held it together as well. So I just think the Rangers have a lot of momentum right now. They're undefeated so far in the playoffs. Um, they looked you know, dominant against, you know, a first place Orioles team. And I think they're catching Houston at, at a good time where it's like Houston got through, but it was very just, you know, um, no pop and circumstance around it. It's not like they crushed their last opponent. They just, you know, they kind of got by. And I wonder if sort of the familiarity with the Astros have been here so many times, right? I wonder if it's kind of what Cody's saying, where maybe they're sleepwalking a little bit and maybe they think, okay, no big deal. We dropped the first two, you know, we've been here before uh, we can bounce back and they're going to head to Texas and run into a buzzsaw and suddenly be down three Oh going, uh Oh, this may not be our year. So I just, I just don't like the way Houston's playing right now. I, I don't think that they're playing at their, their best. And I think it might be too late if they try to get to Texas and sort of flip the switch. I think Texas is uh, they're at the top of their game right now and they have been for a while. So I just think they're going to carry it through and I think they'll take the series. Yeah. So this, this is the thing. I think everybody knows that I, I can't stand Houston. Um, the only thing more unbearable than the Houston team is some of their fans. Um, they, as Jason said, barely, barely skated by against the Minnesota twins in the last series. And I really love what the Rangers are doing. And, you know, for all the reasons that you folks have already mentioned, they're about to get some heavy artillery coming back with playoff experience that does not waver, that does not quiver when their name and number are called. We were not sure what was going to happen with Montgomery. For those that have seen him multiple times as a Yankee, we we're kind of thankful. And then when he left New York, he got better and then pitched a masterful game one performance. And then you got Nate Evaldi out there who gets out of a bases loaded jam because the third baseman can't, can't get it together. And he manages to escape with no runs allowed. This team looks absolutely disgusting. And after their first um, playoff series, I think uh, Rangers faced the, I think it was the Rays. Um, I thought the Rangers are going to be it. I really, really thought that they just had it. They have so much pop. The pitchers are they, they have the capability of getting everything done there. Our old friend Aroldis Chapman is there, and God only knows if they're gonna get lights out 100 mile per hour Aroldis Chapman or 94 wild and not figuring out Aroldis. But for me, the Rangers look like the absolute team to just beat in the AL, and it's been like that since first series. So I kind of had a nice rebound. Uh, round in the uh, in the divisional series, I went 0 for 4 uh, in the wild card series. Uh, the only one I got wrong was the Texas Rangers matchup against Baltimore, and Texas might have won the series anyway. But Baltimore just did not show up. You know, their pitching was terrible. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez is still a borderline bust, and and Texas. Uh, was the team that acted like they had been there. And, and a lot of their players have, just with other teams. I did pick the Astros to win this. Presently down two to nothing. It's not looking like a great pick. But I am still somewhat optimistic they can pull this series out. 
Uh, we all remember how we were down. Uh, we had them down, excuse me, two to one in the uh, 2021 ALCS. And then the Astros came back to win three straight. The big question for me is what will Max Scherzer look like after not having pitched for a couple of months? What's he going to look like? How much rust is he going to have? What's the velocity going to be back? Uh, you know, how hard is he going to be throwing? And Christian Javier, that doesn't sound super sexy because he didn't have a good year uh, after having a great year uh, last year. It looked like he could be the next, you know, Houston ace or perhaps a number two for the next handful of years. But he did kind of get it together, uh, you know, towards the end of the season. Uh, in his last four regular season games, never gave up more than uh, three runs. He struck out 11 Baltimore Orioles uh, on uh, September 20th and uh, his one postseason start was a pretty good one only went five innings which has been kind of you know a bit of a knock on him not being able to go deep into games but they were still five uh, decent innings actually while well, I'm seeing the walks now five walks but he did not give up an earned run and uh, struck out nine uh, Minnesota Twins. So he's going to need decent command if if the Astros are going to win game three. Another thing I'll point out, the Astros are terrible at home. They were one of the worst road, uh, one of the worst home teams, excuse me. So perhaps, weirdly, um, perhaps Texas might be where they figure it out. Uh, all three games they won in the 2019 World Series were, were in Washington. They couldn't win that final game uh, at home to, to win the World Series. But historically, uh, they have been a decent uh, road team in the postseason. So uh, if they were able to, if they can pull this out in game three, I think they can crush John Gray. I don't think he's a very good pitcher at all. I mean, he, he, has, his, he has his moments. He's kind of like a Nick Pavetta type guy in a way. He'll have these runs where he, all right, there he's starting to figure it out, and then, then he falls off a cliff, and so I don't think, I don't think Houston's out of it yet. I don't think they are, and if any team is calm and collected enough uh, that that can get themselves out of a hole like this, it is the Houston Astros. So sticking by my pick, and uh, we'll see what happens. Charlie was just waving bye to the Astros. Charlie doesn't seem to care that the Astros knocked the Yankees out of the playoffs four times. Still hates them. Still waving uh, goodbye. <laughs> oh, and a middle finger. All right. So Charlie isn't budging on the Astros. All right. Here we go. Uh, d uh, National League uh, Championship Series starting back at the top. Are we official yet? We must have went official. My TV's to the back of me. So Kimbrell did not blow it. Philly's up one to nothing. Cody, how do you have that series? Yeah, so I used logic and I used reason for the divisional series picks, and all of my logical and reasonable picks got me a one and two record. The uh, the only record that, uh, or I guess the the pick that I went with my gut was the the Diamondbacks over the Dodgers, and that was one of the ones that I got right. You know, you can look at a Phillies team that has arms all up and down the the bullpen, up and down the rotation. You can look at you know Harper living up to the moment. You know, pretty much since he got into the limelight. Uh, way back when he was 16, the guy has produced and delivered at, at every level. You know, 
Turner has been playing like a man possessed ever since the crowd, you know, did a Philly heel for lack of better terms and, and supported him. Castellanos, every time he gets a home run, call your loved ones, make sure everybody's doing okay. Rio Muto. I mean, there's just too many names in Philadelphia, uh, you know, for you to, to go against them, right. You know, they're a team that's been here before. They've got Schwarber as well, who has a pension for the big moment. You know, I think he has as many home runs as he has singles, but I got to go with my gut. I got to go with, with the vibes and I got to stay with the Diamondbacks. The snakes have gotten me this far. Um, you know, on paper, there was no reason for them to beat the Dodgers and they promptly showed them the exit. Um, you know, doesn't look great for me being down Oh one in, in the series so far. Um, you know, the, I, I believe it was Merrill Kelly that won tonight. Uh, if you guys could, could confirm that'd be great. Um, no, it was Zach, a- Zach Galen, their Zach ace Galen, sorry. got thumped. Either way did not go well, right? All of these things are, are, Voting uh, poorly for my prediction, but this is a team that had won six straight postseason games, you know, against all odds and against all adversity. They had, you know, kind of kind of kind of come out and continued to just play heads up baseball, you know, put pressure on the defense and work counts and, you know, hit big home runs when it mattered. They got down early in this game, still fought back. Uh, you know, in the end, it wasn't enough. But my gut's telling me Diamondbacks, maybe, you know, it's just a, a personal preference to want to see them do well. I think one of our most exciting World Series growing up was was that 0-1 World Series. So I think maybe you know Diamondbacks have a little soft spot in our heart as well. Uh, but I got Diamondbacks winning um, the National League pennant, you know, probably in seven at this point. I want to stick with the Diamondbacks because they they're sort of the team that I adopted. You know, once the playoffs started, um, just really likable team. A lot of good, likable young players. I think they're going to be around for a long time. Um, but I can't do it against this Phillies team. I'm, I'm picking the Phillies because the Diamondbacks got through the Dodgers because they were a great matchup for, for Arizona at the time. The, the Dodgers were going in there with one starting pitcher, essentially. And when the Diamondbacks jumped on them and got them out of there, that was pretty much the series. Um, their, their offense did what it had to do. They just don't have the horses to keep up with this Phillies team, the way they're playing right now. That Phillies lineup is just – they are putting up runs and they're just, I mean, tonight against Zach Gallen, one of the best pitchers in the national league, Cy Young candidate, you know, gives up a couple of bombs in this one, you know, Harper, Schwarber, Castellanos, who's on just an all time heater at the moment. That guy is having a literally a Reggie Jackson type of postseason right now. So that Phillies offense just has too much firepower. The diamondbacks still don't have enough pitching. And even when I picked them to beat the Dodgers, I said, look, their pitching is a huge concern. If they don't get good performances out of Gallon and Merrill Kelly, it's over because they don't have anybody else. And we already saw it tonight. Gallon didn't get it done. And even if he had, I would still be picking the Phillies because the Phillies have Wheeler, Nola, who is, you know, having a, a good, picking a good time to turn his year around. Didn't have a great regular season, but has been pitching lights out in the postseason so far, they've got Ranger Suarez after that. They have the, they have the tools they need. They've got a solid bullpen offense is firing on all cylinders and they've got good starting pitching. I just don't think the diamondbacks have the horses to keep up they're going to need. If the diamondbacks want any chance in this series, they need like Merrill Kelly to have just, you know, it's kind of like a Nathan Evaldi type of performance out of him. And I don't think you're going to get that out of Merrill Kelly. I don't think he'll get it out of, Brandon fought if they throw him for another game. You know, they sort of got by the Dodgers piecing it together with openers and bullpen games 
that's not going to work. Not against this Phillies lineup, not the way they're performing right now. So um, I'm going with the Phillies and I'm going to take them in five games. I, I think it's, I think they're going to wrap it up pretty quickly. Yeah. So I remember last year we had people that were on the show and they're no longer with us and that's fine. I think that they, along with basically everybody on the show thought that Jason was an absolute lunatic for picking the Phillies last year. What in the world are you thinking? You know nothing about baseball. You don't know ball or maybe that was this year's line. I think that stayed with me the most throughout this entire year of all the stories. You got your rookies that everyone's expecting your Corbin Carroll's to light up. Everyone's thinking that, you know, Ronald Acuna is going to just absolutely destroy the record for homers and stolen bases, which he did. And then the Phillies got into the postseason. I really thought, you know what? I have to stick to my gun and say the Dodgers are going to get there, even though they lost Urias for stupidity again. But man, oh man, this team is so ridiculously talented and literally got no holes. This team has an all-star at almost every single position, and they have one of the future up-and-coming pitchers, Christopher Sanchez, that I'm actually really excited for. Ranger Suarez, I think we kind of know who he is. But Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola is your one-two punch with an absolutely dumb lineup. I mean, Castellanos can't seem to miss. Schwarber, as you guys already mentioned, has as many home runs as he has singles and whatnot. So even if he goes one for five every game with a home run or a single, he's probably still knocking in at least a run. We don't know what Bryce Harper's like situation is going to look like for the rest of the playoffs. I hope he doesn't have any more scary situations like that little bump at first base with uh, Matt Olson. That was a little scary for them, but they've seemed to rebound really, really quickly. Trey Turner, who was an absolute zero to start the year. I mean, he was getting booed by his own fans, has absolutely turned it around and has not hit the stop button. So this team just has not missed. And I think five games is pretty fair. I'm I'm struggling to think that it could go more than five. But for the sake of just being, I don't know, interesting and changing it up a little bit, I'm going to say that, Maybe the Phillies end up winning it, but in six games. Although, if Jason hadn't said five, I probably would have said five. So I'll say Phillies in six. Well, um, I, I'm taking the Phillies. I, I don't know what went on in my brain in the wild card round when I picked the Marlins. And thought it was wise to place a $100 bet. So I'm not mad at the Phillies for, for costing me 100 bucks, But they're going to win this. They're absolutely going to win this. That team, I, I don't know if they can be stopped at this point. I mean, Zach Wheeler is putting on a postseason for the ages here. Just, just putting on a clinic. I don't know what his strikeout number was. He had seven through three innings. One of the most underappreciated starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. The guy gets no love whatsoever. And I wish we could have been the team. I don't, I don't remember what offseason it was. It might have been 2019, 2018, 2019. Whenever he signed with the Phillies, man, I wish we could have been the team 
uh, to take that chance. He was coming off. He was like two years off of Tommy John uh, from the Mets and just absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just getting really good pitching, you know, from, from their rotation and their bullpen. Aaron Nola, his, his value this winter is going up with every, with every postseason start. He's going to get paid. There's going to be a pitching program that thinks they can probably turn him into the next Garrett Cole. And maybe they will. Maybe it'll be us. Who knows? We don't have a GM yet, but um, that show, Cody and I did a show. It'll be coming on uh, after this one. Uh, probably will be released uh, same day as well. But um, but yeah, I just and then the bullpen. They're getting great performances out of uh, Soto, uh, Alvarado, and, and even Kimbrel. You know, Kimbrell, you know, he put some guys on the bases, but they haven't been coming home. They haven't been scoring. So still getting it done, uh, you know, in his mid-30s. And um, I'm picking the Phillies. I just, the Diamondbacks are a cute story. I'll root for them if they win. But I don't think they're there yet. There's still a couple more pieces out. I just want to point this last thing out. Since 2004... When Citizens Bank Park opened, the Phillies are 27 and 11 in playoff games. That's a 71% win percentage. And the going back to 04, I mean, the, the this is a couple different generations here. So, um, last thing I'll say on this, I hope Kyle Schwarber is the ALCS MVP. He's got a long ways to go. I, I think Zach Wheeler is in the lead for that. But Schwarber did get the party started tonight with a home run. And I hope he hoists up that trophy and we can dedicate that to the Bluminati. Any uh, other, uh, any other uh, final thoughts? I'll, I'll just add in on, on Zach Wheeler. Um, to your point, you know, that was 2020 that he signed with Philly. Okay. That was his first year there. Since he's been there, he's 43 and 25 as a starter with an ERA just a tick over three. Um, but I was told Dave Dombrowski's stupid. So I don't know. I guess that's a bad, you know, a bad deal. And that's a bad pitcher to have. No, that was the previous one, I think, by a year. I could be Was wrong. it by a year? I think it was. But okay. he didn't well, try to way. trade him. He didn't try to trade him, though. Yeah. Right. And another reason to root for Philly is just, again, that really weird sect of you Red Sox fans that hate Dave Dombrowski for some reason. So hopefully they pull it out. I just want to pull him up real quick. This is the move. Yeah, the the move Dombrowski made that just like is like the signature Dave Dombrowski type of trade. Uh, is it Ryan O'Hoppy? I might have the first name wrong. I think it's Logan O'Hoppy. Logan O'Hoppy, so, yes. Yeah. Their top catching prospect, who they didn't really need because they got real muto, traded him for Brandon Marsh. And Marsh had a bit of a slow start, but um, but just has absolutely crushed it since then. Hit 277 this season with a 372 on base. Just a nice middle to, to lower part of the order guy and just a classic Dave Dombrowski fleece job. 
And uh, the you know the um, Matt Strom signing also pretty good. Bloom didn't want him back, but yeah, I just I really love the Marsh trade. But go ahead, Charlie. Anything else? Yeah, I was gonna say with Logan O'Hop because we now that I'm here in LA, I get I've gotten to see him play a couple of times. He's actually not too bad, and he's also really really young. So I am curious to see how he ends up playing out as far as uh, being a catcher with the angels and whatnot. Um, right now, obviously it looks like Dabrowski fleeced the angels to get this move. Um, but truth, truth be told right now, I mean, it's going to look that way until Logan O'Hop goes, you know, 25, 80 as a catcher, which is probably going to be maybe two years from now. He'll be 25 years old and he'll be the next probably JT real Mudo, the next who knows? Maybe Buster Posey. Who knows? The, it's still so early to tell. In 51 games this year, he had 14 home runs and 29 RBIs. So the guy does have pop in his bat. Uh, it's just, you know, one of those things that we're just going to be waiting patient to see what ends up happening with his career. And uh, one more one last thing uh, for you, Charlie. Nick Castellanos. Crushing Here we go, it. kids. I know. Crushing I know. it. I know. I know. Last I know. two games of that uh, Brave series, he hit two home runs in each of them. And I one know. tonight, by the way. It was a piss. I missile. saw it. Yeah, yeah. seriously. My Every single time he comes to the plate, I'm like, oh, Terry. <laughs> Every single time I say, Terry. Go back in the archives and you can see me vehemently defending my affinity for. Um, and for wanting Castellanos. to trade him for Chris Sale. Get him for Chris oh, Sale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. You're like, I'll, we'll take him straight up for Chris Sale. And everybody, including myself, said, hell. But then again, I love Chris Sale. I said, absolutely not. Terry, what are you doing, you uh, lunatic? I don't think it would have saved Heim Bloom's job. Uh, it to definitely do would that. not. But would not. my rationalization at the time was they're both big money annually and, and Castellanos didn't have the greatest first year in Philly. It wasn't a bust by any means, but it wasn't right. the silver slugger year. He had uh, the season before with the reds and came back this year and uh, you know, pretty good year, 29 home runs hit 272, 106 ribbies on base could have been uh, a little bit higher. He didn't draw uh, as many walks as I'd like to see, but man, just, uh, if you're starving for a right-handed bat, that would have been a, a good way to do it. But, all right. Cody, any final thoughts or no? No, nothing? All right. So we will wrap on that. Uh, we've also recorded a show. Uh, went pretty in-depth with about six candidates uh, for the Red Sox GM spot. So uh, look for that episode. And we'll be back as things continue to develop. So everyone have a good rest of your week. Take care.